0: Welcome back to Hero Talk with Tox and Trev. I'm Talix. And I'm Trev. And today we are going to be doing The Last Dragon.
1: Oh yeah, because you got that glow. Hey, so what do you call a dessert that counts costs a million dollars?
0: I don't
1: know. A fortune cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> it's a, a cookie that costs a fortune. All right, now it's time for the MVP of the movie. So, for you, who's the MVP of The Last Dragon?
0: The really old dude who was a master.
1: And why was the old master the MVP?
0: Because he he tried to get Leroy to know that he was the master. And and he actually made me scared because as soon as he ripped the thing off, I was like some, because I saw all those dragons and stuff. I was like, no, you don't close. But then he was like, it's a celebration. And then, he was also funny at the end, because he was like, no, I'm going to visit my mother in Miami. Yay!
1: Okay. That's a good choice. But the MVP for me, Shownuff, sure the Shogun of Harlem.
0: I was thinking that, but I didn't want to make you mad. Like, what?
1: Why would I be mad? This person is the MVP of the movie. Because, had it not been for Shonuf, sure would. What- Leroy Green have ever gotten the glow? Yes. How? <laughs> he only got the glow in 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 contrast to a person that had to challenge him. So when Shonov showed up with his glow in the final fight, that was the only way for Leroy to even do the introspection or the inner thought to get to the process to say, you know what? I am the master. So had he not gotten pushed that far by Shonuff in the first place or had Shonuff never been that strong, he would have never had to get the glow in the first place. So you got to give the shout outs to the MVP, the Shogun of Harlem. Shonuff. All right. So we got the MVP out of the way. Who do you got as your MVL?
0: My MVL is those three people. They come in crazy. One dude wearing a see-through shirt. Or like oh, you talking
1: about the guys that were dancing in front of the um, fortune cooking shop?
0: Yes, and then they just come in all crazy. And then, and then they don't know what hopscotch is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: he did. He did play him like that.
0: You don't know what hopscotch is. Uh oh, okay, that's messed up.
1: So I think my MVL for the movie has to be Eddie Arcadian. Because he's trying to be cool, he's trying to be tough and get into the um get into the business of music videos and all this stuff when He's not even doing anything at all. He's trying to bully people when he don't got anything to bully. He's trying to hire all these, you know, these thugs to get the stuff done for him. And he can't even get anybody to get anything done for him. He should have at least hired somebody that knew how to do martial arts other than Enough. And he was lucky he got Enough because Enough, at the first place didn't even really want to um, even deal with him. So, I mean, what is it? Uh, um. Nothing. And so we know that Eddie Arcadian is the MVL, And that toupee he had on after that fish ate his hair was just another reason why he is the MVL. Hold
0: oh, no. <laughs> up.
1: Can I change my MVL? Yeah, Okay, if you wanted to do a mid-show, what you want your MVL to be? The fish. The fish, no. The fish is definitely not the N.V.L. He's not the MVP, but he's not the MVL Because he, mm-hmm. at the very least, did his job. You see how he ate up that, whatever was, a goat leg or something like that? He tore that thing up.
0: Um, I can do that to a chicken wing.
1: Yeah, chicken wings are good. <laughs>
0: now it is time to talk about our favorite setting.
1: All right. So, what's the best setting to you?
0: My favorite setting was when um, Leroy came out of nowhere and kicked. In that area, he was just sitting there. Oh, uh, that that was just
1: awesome. You talking about like when they were in the um? Would you look like an abandoned kind of like old steel mill or something like that? What yeah, they was fighting with, at?
0: Yeah, with all those crates that from Buck from um shipping.
1: Like shipping crates and stuff like that. Okay, so that was your favorite setting where they kind of like had to fight like on all those different areas with the chains and the big pools of water and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, I think that was a pretty good setting. My favorite setting, however, was the 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 studio where they recorded the show at. Like that one was awesome Wednesday when she brought Leroy back to the studio. She was like she had to show him something and she showed him like the big thing with Bruce Lee being on the on um, on the video screens and stuff like that. I thought that was like an awesome thing cuz it kind of like was kind of like you know how um in the new Power Rangers movie, how Zordon is kind of like against the wall and he kind of like circles around or whatever. It kind of gave me kind of like thoughts about like that's how it looked. It was kind of like an awesome setting. And then it was like you can kind of like throw it up on a huge screen to kind of see what was going on. So I thought that was a pretty pretty cool thing as well.
0: And I forgot about that. Yeah, it's okay.
1: How? I think that your setting is also an awesome setting too. We'll get more into that later on. But, good job.
0: Now that we have all of that stuff out of the way. Let's talk about our favorite costumes. Okay. Oh, well, my favorite costume is Shonuff's costume number four.
1: Which one was that?
0: (laughs) So, the first one, he came in with all the red black shoulder pads. Mm -hmm. The next one, he had just black shoulder pads without all the stuff on it. That was this and then the third one was where he had the orange shoulder pads but the fourth one was like where he had on his pajamas
1: okay when he had like on the um the the red outfit with the tiger on it
0: yeah the pajamas like some ha <laughs> I think let's get this over with i gotta go to bed
1: i think that's closer to like a karate gi than anything but you know pajamas work <laughs> My favorite thing is I guess is is a is another gi, but it's the one that Leroy wears at the end, like the all white one with the dragon on it and with the gold um with the gold band and lining on it at the very very end of the movie. You remember when everybody's wearing all white and he comes in with the white outfit with the gold band with the dragon on it? That was straight fire.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: But it is it, it is also interesting because if we're talking about costumes and stuff like this, and this is a this is an interesting way that they inter, they interweaved some some different things into the costuming. Because of course, as I as I just said, the the costume his costume had the dragon on it, and so he was the last dragon, and so he had the dragon on his um on his outfit or whatever. But the style of fighting that Shonenuf used was tiger style. And he had the tiger on his on his um on his clothing, and so I think that that was just kind of like a way to oh, interlace. That's
0: it. why he held his hand up like a claw. Right.
1: Right. And then if we're going to look at it even further, their 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 fighting styles kind of like mimic those things, right? So yeah, you know, basically, well, I mean, Bruce Lee would kind of use more so like a Jeet Kune Do fighting style which is something that and I guess this'll be the trivia for the day. Jeet Kundo is a fighting style that Bruce Lee came up with, which is kind of the fighting style like the quick movements with the rapid kicks and punches. Um it's the same thing that Bruce Leroy's employees and, you know, one of the the Enter the Dragon was one of Bruce Lee's movies, which is also one of the um just kind of like related to being the last dragon. So enter the dragon, the last dragon, just kind of like connecting those movies. And with his style being golden, we saw the show. No style was the red style, which is the same thing that happened when he had his glow. So I think that that was pretty awesome kind of attention to details to put those into it like that.
0: Oh, and while, while we're in this part of the show, can we talk about the worst costumes?
1: Oh, so you wanted to add something else. So okay, we can <laughs> we can do this. We can add us a new segment right here, right now. So from now on, we're gonna get this a worst costume as if we remember. Sometimes we're gonna forget it, but we're gonna add in some worst costumes. Okay, go with it. Worst costume. It was the one that Angela was
0: wearing, or whatever her name is.
1: And what would describe it for me?
0: She had a whole bunch of car lights and bicycle lights in her hair and a license plate on her butt and everything. Oh, it yeah, was, that yellow, one was
1: everything. Yeah, that one was
0: horrible.
1: That one that was that was kinda bad. That that one but yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I I've got nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing. <laughs> Okay, so we talked about costumes and everything else. What is your favorite scene?
0: My favorite scene? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Where where Shonoff punched Leroy, and he was like, who is the master? He, He was just, Leroy was just looking like he was about to throw up, and he was shaking his head like, not you. May not be me, but definitely not you.
1: Okay, that was a pretty good scene. Not you. I think my favorite scene, um, and I think it's just kind of like a mirror reflection. So I kind of like want to pick because it's like I think it's it's a scene that's not too far in front of your scene, and it's a scene that's right behind your scene. Like I think like the continuation of that area where he goes where well, the first time he finds out that Shownuff has the glow, like Shownuff has the red glow, and he was
0: like a Yep.
1: Yep. and so it was an awesome situation because it was just like oh you know you think show sure enough really ain't that tough he just been beating up on people but no you find that show sure enough is actually about business and so he's actually a tough fighter that's got the glow himself and and I think that that was an awesome scene just to kind of like introduce how strong he was because wow. he already had what Leroy was trying to get to and then, like as you said, he was he was pushing Leroy. Who's the master? Who's the master? Who's the master? And then at the end, he was fighting Leroy. And then Leroy says, "You know, I am." And then Leroy gets the glow. And then it's like the glow versus the glow. Oh, that was an awesome scene. All right, time for debate. This now question that we have on the, on on board is Shownuff actually the villain of this movie? Or is he actually a villain, period?
0: No! Show
1: enough, it's not a villain. No! Why not?
0: Because he was just fighting and all that stuff so he could prove that he was a master. Okay. And it was like... Everyone kept saying that Leroy was stronger than him. And he didn't really want, well, I think he didn't want to really do that much. He just wanted to prove that he was the master.
1: Okay, so if that's the case, just just wanting to prove something doesn't make you right in doing something. Just because I wanted to say, oh, I'm the best um, football player in the state of Georgia, don't mean that I need to go and try to find Herschel Walker's house and start knocking over windows and busting out windows and stuff like that. You're a villain. You're coming in and you're being a jerk. If he's the master, he's the master jerk of anything. Because I mean, people calmly sitting there watching movies and he come in there trying to fight Bruce Leroy and then He's in. The, he comes in and he destroys the shop. Like really, like is it is it really that important that you feel that you're the master, especially if you've already been going around and to being tough and stuff like that? I,
0: I mean, he he needs. I think the only reason that he do anything like that is to just so he can hurry up and get things done. Cause the way that Mister Green was saying that I wasn't so sure if I'd tell you if I did. Like that would just get on my nerves and
1: But you created the situation. You're creating this he created the situation for Mr Green to say no. If I come into your house and I'm like so you better tell me something before I blow some stuff up and I start kicking over your kicking over your TVs and kicking over your game systems and kicking over your action figures and then you better be like so well you better do what I say or I'ma do some more. I what would you say? <laughs> would you feel that I'm being a good guy just because I wanted something? Just cause I wanted to figure out um where the two fair money was? Is that what it is? Yeah. I'm the the good guy in this situation because I came into your place and knocked everything down. I don't care. I'm not
0: supposed
1: to know, but yes. No. You're not supposed to be the good guy. That's how the bad people do. It would be different if he really like if it was a situation where at the end, you know, when Eddie Arcadian tried to pay him money to to fight him and stuff like that, he's just like, you know what, I don't even want the money. I just want to fight him, then that would be a situation where you could probably say that he was a good guy. But that on top of the situation where he was
0: said that I don't care about the money.
1: Yeah, he said he don't care about the money. But that's okay. That he doesn't care about the money. But just because he wants to only fight don't mean that his reasons for wanting to fight, or his methods for getting the fight were right.
0: Um, sure, whatever.
1: Exactly. Alright, it's time for super upgrades. What upgrades would you have made to this movie?
0: What upgrades? Yeah. First off, just thinking. Have some actual clothes. I mean, you have... Stuff like road stuff on and little hula hoops around your legs and your arms. Like oh wow. Uh,
1: I'm gonna Okay, so okay, so this movie came out when, when, when 1985. I was in
0: nineteen
1: eighty five. When when yeah, when I was born. That was the year I was born and so it came out back in nineteen eighty five. So the styles of stuff <laughs> were a lot different then than there are now so i would i would say okay we could have probably picked different and better wardrobes but movie budgets were different back then than they are now like nowadays when you watch movie like say we watch the avengers movies like they're movie budgets are ridiculously amazing and they can have all these custom-made clothes and all this stuff but back in the day if we're talking about motown movies their movie budget is only so big and so you put a whole money whole bunch of money into the special effects of the glow itself then you're not going to have all this tons and thousands of money dollars just to throw on these other clothes and for that time it was actually decent clothes for that time even though it was still a little bit wonky
0: Well, I also have another super upgrade. Okay. Their their limos were good and everything, and they had them. But then compared to now, it's like theirs were too dark could not
1: see the fingerprints but now you can yeah it's called technology advancing <laughs> limo technology advances <laughs> so basically you just say that you what I guess that both of us would like to see is like the the movie done in the current time frame like with a new like with a new like just kind of like updating and bringing to a current time frame
0: and the glow would be like
1: yeah, I do think that the glow will be a lot better looking like at this time, with the um with the CGI and stuff that they have nowadays that they can kind of do the special effects to make it look a whole lot better. Cause I think that for the time, for the '80s, I think it, t- it actually looked pretty good.
0: Uh, I think. I mean, I thought that the glow would look something like a Super Saiyan
1: form. I mean, it's essentially that. I mean, his hair can't stand up that much more. It's just got a little bit of Afro. All right, let's move on.
0: After all of that, we just have to go and rate it or hate it.
1: Okay, so what do you rate it? Out of zero to five golden dragons, what do we give this movie?
0: (laughs) I give it the closest that it can be to five without being five.
1: Which is what? Four voice
0: something, as close as it can be to a five without being five.
1: I think that it, I think it gives a four. I give I give it a four myself. A four, maybe a little bit over a four, because I think that it, looking at the movie now, as opposed to when I looked at it when I was a little kid, it kind of seems a little bit goofy or whatever but at the very same time I think it still holds up pretty well like I think that the story holds up pretty well and I think that the characters are pretty awesome in the very same token as where you would think that it wouldn't you know translate that well to nowadays but it still does a pretty good job and so I think that a movie that can stand the test of time over 30 years is most definitely one that we rate as a great movie
0: now it is time for us to talk about some facts for this movie. Now, Telex, what fact do you have?
1: I have a fact and then I have a couple of kind of just stories to kind of go along with this movie or whatever. So, when we saw Leroy training his school in the um, in kind of early on in the movie, when he had on a yellow jumpsuit, that yellow jumpsuit was the same jumpsuit, which is basically a tribute to. Bruce Lee, which is kind of the movie that they was um, throwing a tribute to was The Chinese Connection, which is part of the movie when he was talking about wearing a costume at the end to try to get into the enemy's base. That's the movie that had that iconic yellow costume that Bruce Lee wore. and, And Leroy Green wore that same yellow with the black stripe down the side of it in the costume. And also, another situation in which that costume showed up was in Kill Bill when the ride was wearing the motorcycle helmet and the yellow jumpsuit with the black stripe. You ain't seen Kill Bill. You probably won't see it for a while. But it, it is another connection to that. Now, I've got two stories um, that kind of relate how The Last Dragon was kind of like important to me growing up or whatever. Because one time I had a um I knew of a person that went as show enough for Halloween and that was pretty cool to see that. And then I knew when I was really little, my uncle Johnny had this huge afro when he was when we was real little. And I swear to you, Uncle Johnny looked just like show sure nuff when we was little. Now, since I used to be thinking I was like, man, if I act up, Uncle Johnny go get the glow and go kick my butt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're gonna wrap this up. All right, so let's go get some news in. Now, one of the most recent things that we're gonna do is we're gonna do a um a special mini episode on the Infinity War trailer. Well, not Infinity War, but Endgame. Endgame, the Avengers Endgame trailer, because we want to kind of put some theories out there to try to figure out what we guessing is gonna happen in the movie just to kind of see what's gonna, what we think is going to happen. So if you guys are interested in that, we're going to see that later on this week. So we're going to drop that later on this week. Um, We're also going to be finishing up the Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows here within the next couple of weeks because we just wanted to compro- compress both of those movies down into one episode. Um, We're going to be adding more stuff to the shop, more merch to the shop. Uh, If you want to be a sponsor on the show, there's a donation link down at the bottom. Um, of our anchor page which is anchor.fm slash hero talk
0: and don't forget to use the infatuation
1: yes definitely don't get to forget to use the infatuation app um is there anything else that you would think about we've got all these things also yes. like we say if you always want to have a topic for us you want to email us about something then you hit us up at hero at gmail.com. Or if you want to hit us up on the Twitter, then we're at Hero Talk 1. Yeah. And we are out. Well, we're not out of here yet. We gotta wrap things up. All right. This has been Hero Talk with Talix and Trev. I'm Talix.
0: And I'm Trev.
1: Because when there is a hero,
0: we talk gobble gobble. <laughs>